Money is a topic in everybody's small business, whether we like to talk about it or not. Hi, I'm Don Kennedy, your host of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. We're going to go deep with tips, strategies, and amazing interviews to embrace the money stuff in your business and to support you on your entrepreneurial journey. Thanks for listening to the Profit Accelerator Podcast. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. Okay, so this time we're going to be talking about another structural thing you can do to protect your business revenue every single month and to protect your income. A few uh, podcast episodes ago, we talked about the emergency fund and some tricks and strategies to fund the emergency fund and have that pile of cash hanging out in case you couldn't make your breakthrough number expenses in a given month. This cyclical fund is another tool that you can use. It actually protects not only your regular monthly expenses and your regular income, it also goes another level and protects your emergency fund because it's going to keep you out of that emergency fund because we're going to be taking care of expected costs by saving in a different way. Now, if you have ever had an escrow account in a mortgage, if you own a house, you're actually familiar with this idea of a cyclical fund. It's called something different. It's an escrow account. And basically, if you have a mortgage that you have to pay a payment that includes your insurance and property taxes, every single month, you make a small payment as part of your mortgage. It's all rolled in there. You don't even really see it that gets siphoned off and it's put into an account for your insurance. It's put into an account for your property taxes. Then when those bills are due either annually or semi-annually, all the money that you need to pay those premiums and those taxes is all sitting there in that account. And then they just release that money and pay those premiums and things for you. It's called escrow because it's being held by a third party. And the reason they do that is the mortgage servicers, they wanna protect their investment. If you don't pay your insurance or you don't pay your property taxes, you increase their risk dramatically that something could happen to their interest, which is, of course, the house until you pay it in full. But we can actually leverage that same idea of making smaller monthly payments into an account and having that available for the time when you need to make a large renewal payment of some type and you have the money there readily available so it doesn't actually have to come out of one month's revenue or income for you to be able to fund that. And it does make a lot of sense when you think that five to six annual renewal expenses are in every single business or just about every business. And some of them can be quite costly. To renew an LLC in certain states, it can be upward of $800. So if you can imagine having that bill come in, you know, in certain months of the year, if revenue is down, that could be a huge hardship on the business and it could really affect the monthly budget. So what we're going to do is we would divide that up by 12 and we'd make a smaller monthly deposit. So instead of having an $800 bill, you know, the bill each month would be less than 80 and it would go into another account. The thing is, is we're talking about our expected costs. So we need to know what those are. We start by adding up all of the expected annual things and semi-annual things that we renew and pay for. So for example, you know, do you have annual domain and website renewal fees? I know that there are some places that have PCI compliance fees, some places that have, you know, you have to do an SSL certificate every year, some places have annual domain fees. So those would be considered fees that would fall under the cyclical fund concept. 
membership fees, what, you know, organizations you belong to. Are you in the chamber of commerce? Is there a professional organization that you belong to? Something where, you know, it's two, $300 a year that you would want to roll in there. How about some of your subscription renewals? So a lot of people will take an annual subscription because they save quite a bit over a monthly fee. And I'm saying a lot of, uh, quite a bit. I've seen 25% savings if you buy it for a year. Subscription renewals though, when they come up can be quite a hit to the budget, several hundred dollars at a time. And then what about any license renewals? Do you have any professional license renewals, business license renewals? Do you need to renew your LLC? Do you need to renew a law license, an insurance license? Do you need to renew a business license locally? Do you have tax tax things that you have to pay annually? If you do all of those bills, fees, need to be rolled into one big number. And we need to know what that number is. And then we would divide that number by 12 and we would understand if I just deposit this amount each and every month over the course of a year, when those fees became due, I would already have the money. It would be sitting in this account over here and I wouldn't have to actually generate that revenue in that calendar month to pay this additional expense. So we can do that with expected costs and it's a great strategy to ensure that you always have the money available for those things. Now, in the beginning, I'll be honest, you may have something that's due in you know three or four months and if you start today, you wouldn't have a full year to go ahead and fund that. But you can start making those deposits today and the day that bill is due, make the payment with the difference and then continue to make the deposits. And in the future, the next time around, you would be fully funded and okay. So there may be a couple of places in the first 12 months that it gets a little tight, but you would at least have some of it put away. You know, even if you were to deposit $20 a month for four months, you would have $80 of something put away before it was due, which would be $80 ahead of you coming out of that in a full month. And I hope that is making a little bit of sense here. Any money that you can put aside for expected costs is money you don't have to generate in the calendar month that it's due. So some other places that you can use a sinking fund or this idea of putting money away for unexpected things. I'm sorry, the emergency fund is your unexpected, but expected costs. How about monthly fixed costs if you have daily generating of revenue? Let's say that you are a boutique, you're a restaurant, you are a takeout joint, something like that. You're actually generating revenue each and every single month, every single day that you would want to put aside for your monthly fixed costs. So you have a cost per day for your utilities and for your rent and things. And you would be able to take a portion of what you generated each day and put that in the bank for your monthly fixed costs because those can be estimated and those are known numbers. So you can put aside that or even weekly, if you know this costs me, you know, $2,000 a month to keep my doors open over four weeks. I need to take $500 of what I generate this week, put that in an account. That way there, you're not running into any problems, you know, at the beginning of the month, trying to generate more money. Um, Another way you can use sinking funds would be maintenance on equipment. And I've seen this in some places that have delivery. I've also seen this in some food places where you have a bakery or you have a restaurant and you have to do maintenance on those things. And then you also have, you know, 
regular inspections that have to happen. You know, you have fire systems that need to be taken care of. Those things all cost money. And if you have a general idea of what your maintenance costs are per year, you can take and put away so much per month to cover all the maintenance on those pieces of equipment over the course of a year. Now that's different than if your freezer goes out. If your freezer goes out, obviously that might be an emergency fund thing. And I've actually had that happen to one of my clients recently. Um, Their freezer just quit and they had to have that taken care of and they had to have it taken care of on a Saturdays. It was a little bit more than it should have been. Um, That was an emergency fund thing. But after that, we've decided you know, they they went ahead and agreed that we needed to put together a maintenance sinking fund to make sure all of the equipment was maintained regularly and they were able to pay for it without having to try to come up with it in a given monthly income. All right, so that's pretty much it, sinking funds. Annual expenses that you know, expected costs that you know that could happen for maintenance or your monthly fixed costs, use a separate account. Now, this separate account needs to be one that's liquid and available. I do not suggest using a savings account for any of these because we do have fees attached with that if you make more than six withdrawals a month, and that's called Regulation D here in the United States. So if you can get an online account that's a holding account, something like that, that'd be great. You could even use this with the tax account provided you keep your accounting clean and you know what's in there for you know, your emergency fund and your taxes and what's in there for your sinking fund. For some people, they like to have multiple accounts if they get free ones, because it just, again, makes the bookkeeping easier for them to know every pot in this or everything in this pot is this, everything here is this, everything here is this. So it's up to you what feels good for you and what is comfortable. But a couple of things about the uh, sinking fund in summary, the Sinking fund is going to protect your monthly budget. So the cyclical fund takes care of cyclical things. This is going to be a deposit that you make every month above your breakthrough number. So make sure you're making your breakthrough number first. You can predict the deposits you need to make each month if you're using expected costs or if you can estimate something like maintenance costs. And the nice thing is when you have a pile of money available to pay for business licensing fees and they can pay for maintenance and they can pay for fixed costs. Guess what? You're staying out of your emergency fund. That pile of cash that you have for your emergency fund, it's just sitting there, hasn't had to be tapped into. It just sits there and does its thing. You don't need to get into it because again, you want to have a real understanding of what's emergency and what isn't. And renewing your LLC every single year, that's not an emergency. That's something we need to plan for. And a great way to do that by making smaller monthly payments every single month is through the cyclical fund process. So go ahead and look at this strategy and see if it's going to work for you and your business. And I'll talk to you next time on the Profit Accelerator podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of the Profit Accelerator podcast. If you'd like to learn more and grab some free resources, just head over to entremoneycoach.com and you'll find the links and freebies. Take care and I can't wait to talk to you again next time on the Profit Accelerator Podcast.